0: like they caught the east side rapist or the Golden State Killer or whichever name you knew him by. And um, trying to nail area rapist trying to nail down whether or not he was actually police officer. We got one text said, yes, he was an Auburn police officer, but that will become clear or not. But if he was a police officer at one point, holy cow. Yeah. Well,
1: crazy is that? Yeah. Well, yeah, there's a well, yeah, I won't get into that because it's one of those things that if you talk about it a little bit. Right. Yeah. Probably a bad idea. Uh, So, uh, quick uh, chat now with Dave Alpert of Westwood One, talking about the effort to strike, this is one of these, um, the effort to strike down the striking down of the striking down of something.
0: The repeal of a ban prohibiting the expunging of... (laughs) Right, exactly, having
1: (laughs) to do with uh, Prop 57 in the state of California. Uh, Dave Alpert joins us now. Hello, Dave, how are you? Good morning, Jack and Joe. How are you? We're terrific, thank you. Uh, First, can you uh, remind folks uh, briefly uh, what Prop 57 was in California?
2: It's a proposition approved by voters in 2016 that created a program by which so-called nonviolent felons could petition for early parole after meeting certain behavioral and rehabilitation and other criteria. It's intended as a way to reduce overcrowding in prisons. Well, Governor Jerry Brown promised voters that violent felons, like sex offenders, including sex offenders, would not be included in this. Uh, there were warnings from law enforcement, district attorneys, crime victims' organizations that the language in the ballot measure was overly broad, but the backers said, don't worry about it, we'll fix it after it's approved. Right.
1: Now, uh, thanks for refreshing our memory. I remember we were big against this, um, but go on. So what what's happened more recently now?
2: Well, it, it passed. Legislators on both sides of the aisle have since introduced half a dozen bills trying to fix The problem, the latest attempt introduced by State Senator Patricia Bates uh, from Laguna Niguel would close two loopholes that could lead to convicted, violent sex offenders being released from prison early, exactly what the governor said would not be allowed to happen. Now that bill, this latest effort to close the loopholes, has been killed in committee, the measure SB-976 was defeated in the Senate Public Safety Committee this week.
0: Why and how? Who's pro-letting um, uh, sex offenders out?
2: Apparently Democrats. The Democratic their leaders in the legislature What's their argument? are the ones that keep shutting these attempts down.
1: Uh, have they articulated their arguments in a way we can understand?
2: Well, uh, it gets a little bit complicated because the state is uh, also currently appealing a ruling last month by Sacramento County Superior Court Judge Alan Sumner ordering the Department of Corrections to uh, consider earlier parole for more than half of the 20,000 sex offenders now in state prisons. The court uh, ruled that state officials can't changed the scope of the law as it was passed by voters.
1: Ah, In his
2: decision, he said, if the voters intended to categorically exclude sex offenders from parole review under Prop 57, they would have said so. That's the
0: problem with props, is the voters don't freaking know what they're voting for or against. That's how you end up
1: with this or a bullet train.
2: Just like Congress doesn't know what they're voting for so many times.
1: Often, yeah. Yeah, I'll grant you that. So, Meanwhile,
2: the Department of Correction says no prisoners will be released while the appeal is underway. But this is at least the, the sixth attempt to uh, close loopholes uh, that uh, you know, would uh, prevent uh, people that, that, under the current law, have committed uh, crimes, including raping an unconscious person, incest child pornography uh, attempts to close those loopholes have been shut down yet again
1: dave Alpert, westwood one dave great report thanks we appreciate it thank you yep yeah wow this is i'm i was clicking around and i um found a column by one of our favorite writers dan walters talking about um how flawed how vague the law is how just what a terrible you know i'm paraphrasing now How it's a bad idea and it's going to be a challenge to reform it. He was right.
0: Well, that gets to my yikes. That's the the whole prop thing. It's well-intentioned, you know, giving people the power to kind of bypass the legislature and get stuff. But there's many examples of it being a bad idea. Yeah. Because um, people are so easily swayed one way or the other by ads they kind of to pay attention to.
1: Well, right. If it sounds good, you vote for it. And never mind the details. The, the great one of the great dodges in Fornia is that you talk about letting people go who are n- convicted of nonviolent crimes. Build prison. Build schools, not prisons, Joe. Right. Exactly. So a guy can, you know, rape three women, beat somebody till they're crippled for life. Rob several people at gunpoint, you know, in and out of the prison system. Then they get arrested for theft from a business. And they're in jail for a long time for that. And then the claim is, well, they're convicted of a nonviolent crime. Theft for a business, we need to let nonviolent people out. Because they only look at the last offense in a lot of these ridiculous unicornian Well, that's th- dumb. Empty headed, soft brained, you know, maneuvers to let prisoners go. Certain number of people are really bad. They gotta be locked up. If you don't have enough prison cells for the bad people build more prisons yeah. don't change the definition of bad we're not jailing people for a single joint like the you know the legend goes that hasn't happened for 60 years we're not jailing people for shoplifting are you kidding we're not jailing people for assault and battery we don't have enough uh, cells and you with your empty, your just ridiculous utopian notions about people only commit crimes because the the paternalistic economic order is stacked against them. When your wife's head is bashed in, or yours, or your child is beaten down, see how understanding you are then, you friggin' nuts.
0: Yeah, and uh, a lot of fiscal conservatives like myself, I'm I'm tight with my taxpayer money, but. If you, if you can convince me we need, you know, X more prison cells because there are that many bad people, fine. Tax has got to be whatever tax has got to be to keep those people off the streets.
1: We have, we have sheriffs and, and district attorneys and prosecutors who listen to this show all the time. Y'all, what percentage of the really bad people, the people that everybody would agree they're dangerous bad people, what percentage of those people do we have jail cells for? Text us, 415-295-KFTC, or email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Maybe we'll revisit this tomorrow. But I've talked to enough prosecutors who will tell you, we have people, it would terrify you they're on the streets, yeah. that we don't have a jail cell for.
0: Well, I, you know, I, I had conversations about that after my family was a victim of that scumbag uh, who was going to prison, thank God. Um, and how, you know, that sort of stuff often doesn't get prosecuted because they don't have that much room and they got a lot of people to deal with and everything like that. And, and I yeah. wonder I, I wonder if me being a minor celebrity and talking about it on the radio had anything to do with going forward with making sure that guy went to prison because um, a lot of people do a lot of stuff and stay out of jail. Cause there ain't room.
1: Yeah, we have this unrealistic fantasy that bad people get arrested, convicted, and go to jail. Yeah, and it's you know it's like a, a reverse lottery practically. Oh, um,
0: and when fu- something happens to you, and you find out that person might not pay a penalty for it, it's just it just it like breaks your brain. Yeah, it's just it's very hard to wrap your mind around. Yeah, and uh, Jack build schools, not prisons. Such is life. You got to deal with it, and 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 you know. Mike, But it's disappointing to me that I just happen to be uh, raising my young children in this period of the pendulum swinging back and forth where we've decided as a nation and particularly in California that, you know, who cares about what the crime rates were of the past. It's low now, and we're being too hard on these criminals, and we need to let more people out, right. and blah, blah, blah. I don't like the fact that the pendulum's swinging back the other direction. And crime rates are rising again. Because crime yeah, was horrific shocking. when I was a kid in the 70s, and oh, yeah. it was on the news all the time. And you know what? We did a whole bunch of stuff to put a whole bunch of people in jail, and all every kind of crime you can think of has been dropping, 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 dropping for decades, but now it's headed back the other direction because we've gotten soft on it.
1: Speaking of the court system, according to this breaking opinion, President Trump appears likely to win his travel ban case at the Supreme Court. Chief Justice John Roberts and Justice Anthony Kennedy both signaled support for the travel policy in arguments Wednesday at the high court. This flying in the face of the fact that everybody says all the time it's impossible to tell right. from what the justices say during arguments which way they're probably going to vote.
0: It for. is It is impossible. It's pointless. But we all do it. For some reason. Um, but the Constitution does say the President gets uh, control of that, so...
1: Well, yeah, and several specific statutes. You may think it's a stupid, stupid policy, and some smart people do, but it's not unconstitutional. It's not even close. Whole bunch of Your people... First Amendment argument is dumb, and I'd be happy to have the debate with you. Whole
0: bunch of uh, people about to graduate high school and or college and head out into the... Not Andor. You're not graduating both of them. Why did I say Andor? I I don't know. I can't imagine why you would say something like that. I'm an idiot. Andor, an imbecile. Um, uh, People graduating from high school or college, they're going to head out to look for a job. I got this list of entry-level jobs, which are the most available out there. All that sort of stuff.
1: Send that along to me. I got
0: kids. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Armstrong and Getty. The conscience Of of the nation.
2: Cash Flow and Liquidity. The Armstrong and Getty Show. in
0: the news old navy has announced plans to open 60 more stores this year 60 more old navies yeah this is great news for guys who say i love khakis i just wish they fell apart faster (laughs) (laughs) now that is a
1: great joke wow conan with two great jokes today surprising (laughs) anytime a late night comedian is funny i'm surprised (laughs) but he's strong today just wish they fell apart faster Uh, Nice, a stunning indictment. So The state of America's military, including our Old Navy. I do like
0: the Old Navy clothes. I like the way they fit me. I like the price, but, man, they are... You're buying disposable clothes.
1: Cheap and loose, like several of my girlfriends. Hey, Hey now! Hey, now! What?
0: So, man, some major breaking news today, and it's really major breaking news. If you happen to live in the area, the East Area Rapist or the Golden State Killer or whatever you want to call him,
1: it looks like he's been caught. Yeah, the this is one of the most savage and horrendous uh, predators not caught in certainly the last century or so in America. This guy started in the mid-'70s in Northern California um, and particularly in the eastern part of the Sacramento region, um, committing many, many burglaries. Then he, quote-unquote, progressed to rape and probably committed 50 rapes or more oh my God. in Northern California. And then, apparently unsatisfied with the, the disgusting appeal of that, began murdering people in Southern California.
0: And then, as interesting a thing, apparently stopped at some point. So it would seem. For the next 40 years and probably, I guess, got a job and hung out and just lived his life. We got this text. We were newlyweds living in Citrus Heights, California, and all this horrific stuff was happening. And we were terrified. Had to borrow a gun from my father to be able to sleep at night. Some nights I still had to be taken to my dad's house just to feel safe. I remember those scary times so well. We've gotten a bunch of texts
1: like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So this guy's initial modus operandi was to stalk middle-class neighborhoods at night looking for women who were alone in single-story homes. Uh, And he looked for quick escape possibilities. Um, He was spotted on a number of occasions but sprinted away upon detection. There were a number of of sketches that all seemed to be the same guy. Um, On one occasion, a youth who closely pursued him was shot and seriously wounded. That was nearly the first murder that they're aware of. Um police believe the offender had a pattern of using extensive reconnaissance on several homes uh in a neighborhood then would pick one for attack. He was known to peep into windows, prowl in yards on a few occasions police believe he entered the homes of future victims prior to attacking them several nights later to conduct rec- reconnaissance, unlock windows, unload guns and plant uh binding ligatures. He often used shoelaces to tie people up, long shoelaces And he would plant them for his use several nights later. He would also frequently call future victims leading up to the attack, sometimes for months in advance, to better understand their daily schedules and routines. Wow. On those calls, sometimes he would hang up, sometimes pretend to have the wrong number, and sometimes threaten to harm the victim in calls after the attack. He would call them back and threaten to harm them again.
0: If you're younger, this is back when... If you got a phone call and you went and picked it up and they hung up and there was nobody there, you just you just went, hmm.
1: You because, didn't have the slightest idea if it was the wrong number and there or was a no, technical problem. And or, there was no way to find out. And you never knew who, who was calling until you picked up the phone. Yeah. Sounds um, horrible. and It was, it was a lot different. And again, to the topic of the progression of the uh, psychopathic mind, he originally targeted women, either alone or with children... And later came to prefer attacking couples. Wow. And he would force the woman to tie with the man, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. He would stack dishes on the guy and say, if I hear those dishes rattle, I'm going to kill everyone in the house. Then he would stay for hours raping the woman, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Oh, my God. And this was before he decided he liked killing people. Oh, my God. And started killing God. people.
0: God. That's about the worst thing I've ever heard.
1: Oh, it's, it's it absolutely unthinkable. He would... And then you got to believe that this guy dozens and dozens and dozens of rapes and at least a dozen murders and probably many more.
0: And then you got to believe that this guy at some point said, well, that's enough of that and got a job. We think he was a police officer.
1: Yeah, some he, point. It's not clear whether he was a cop before, during, or after this stuff.
0: But um. whatever, he had to get a job. He had to make have money somehow, and you know, lived a life in society, showing up at the DMV and all the things that you do, going to doctor's appointments. Yeah, and got arrested somehow. And we're going to find out around noon in a press conference maybe how that went down. So he would break into people's houses, find their guns, and unload them. Right. Wow. I've never
1: heard of anything that thorough. The first killings appear to be a couple in the Rancho Cordova, California area, which was close to where he raped people. Uh, he had some sort of confrontation in the street with a couple um, and then chased him down and shot him dead. And because of evidence at the scene, including one of the signature shoelaces was found right there, they thought, wow, this was that guy. And that appears to be the first of his at least a dozen murders. Somebody
0: reminded Um, Me on the text line that the BTK killer in Wichita, Kansas, who was a horrific scumbag, he laid low for decades. Yeah, he ended
1: up being like an old kindly postal killer or I'm sorry, postal worker.
0: Yeah. And he the story is uh, they caught on to him when he kind of raised his head up and uh, and drew attention to himself because a documentary was made about him that was inaccurate and it pissed him off. Right. That they didn't get his, uh, you know, genius correctly. Right. Wanted credit for it. So who knows what was going on with this guy? Uh, That is a fairly common thing. I used to read a lot about serial killers. Seems to be a common thing among particularly young men to be interested in how this all goes down. I don't know what that means. But anyway, I used to read about these uh, serial killers and... Part of it is the getting away with it and at some point they want to be caught so they get the credit for everything that they did which is as right. twisted as anything could be.
1: Wasn't I so smart to get yeah. away with it for, for so long? Sort of right, thing. look how I eluded you cops and taunted you and the rest of it. They want the credit. Um, the BTK killer, it appears that he was arrested 14 years um, after his last victim. So, so he laid low for you know 14 years. Maybe half what this one is. Yeah, the last clearly thought Victim of this guy was in 1986. Wow, yeah, wow. So thirty, what is that? Thirty-two years or something like that. I ought to know. This that. is very much like that. Yeah, um I ought to know that. So you I got married.
0: That is, uh, <laughs> that's uh, incredible. That's absolutely incredible. What was he doing since then? That is going to be mind blowing to people. There are people that saw him every day at the grocery store. Um, or at the restaurant or whatever. Live next door to him. Mode is long.
1: There'll be those stories by tomorrow. Long list of rapes in the Sacramento area. Then, after a three-month hiatus, Concord, Concord, San Ramon, San Jose, San Jose, Danville, Fremont, Walnut Creek, Danville, Walnut Creek, Danville, all in the Bay Area.
0: There was a belief for a while that he was a construction worker, and that's why he was traveling. Hmm. What's coming up in your news, Marshall?
3: Well, we're going to hear from a survivor of the East Area Rapist, as more details are coming out after an arrest in the case that terrified Californians for years. Coming up minutes from now.
0: God dang it. I'm glad he's going to get what he deserves. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Just looking at Kevin Durant's new living room. He helped the Golden State Warriors wrap up the first round series last night. He uh, just bought a $12 million house in Malibu. Nice, nice looking place looking out over the ocean. Wow, yeah, 12 mil will get you a nice place in Malibu or really anywhere. That is a very relaxing living room. If you gave me that house today, I'd have to put it up for sale tomorrow before the property tax came due.
1: Sure. <laughs> yeah, no kidding.
0: Um, let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Now, the
3: story we've been following this morning, authorities in Sacramento, California expected to announce a major development in the so-called East Area Rapist case. The San Francisco Chronicle and other media reporting: Former Auburn police officer Joseph James D'Angelo, age 72, was arrested by the Ventura County Sheriff's Department and booked on two counts of murder into the Sacramento County Jail around 2:30 this morning. That's according to jail records. Now, according to the Sacramento Bee, Joseph James D'Angelo had lived at that home in Citrus Heights, uh, California. ...for at least 20 years. Has anybody
0: Google Earth that yet to see what kind of neighborhood that looks like or what it's close to or anything? That's Mm. just kind of interesting.
3: Yep. The FBI is saying the Golden State Killer, also called the East Area Rapist and the original Night Stalker, believed to have committed 45 rapes and 12 killings across California from 1976 to 1986. They are saying during that time period he committed a total of 175
1: crimes. To, up until eighty six, right. when those attacks stop. and again, those numbers are the bare minimums because yeah. you can't always tie you know crimes together. What was the hood you were talking about, Marshall? Citrus Heights, California. Oh yeah, well, that's just suburban America. yeah
0: Yeah, but I'd like to know that. I'd like to look at the particular neighborhood. I just, don't, I don't oh. know. For whatever reason, I want to see is that a middle class home surrounded by normalcy? I imagine it is.
3: Jane Carson Sandler, who was the fifth victim of the notorious rapist and murderer, shared with a Sacramento radio station the news she got this morning from detectives working the case.
2: An arrest has been made in the case. He is currently in jail in Sacramento.
3: Meanwhile, Carson Sandler is reacting to the arrest years after she was attacked.
2: I just can't believe after 42 years the rapist has been identified and he's alive which just you know i i'm very glad because i still want to sit across the table from him sometime and have a little chat
3: you go girl official confirmation expected later today in a joint announcement with the sheriff scott jones and the d.a Anne marie schubert
0: but we still don't have any idea what led them to him now
3: no not yet okay News outlets in Australia are reporting the suspect may have moved to that country about a year after the last attack in California. Shortly after he moved there, there was a series of rapes and at least one murder of young girls. Earning the killer the nickname Mr. Cruel. Eh, who knows? Yeah. They could have their own. Yeah, well, never caught the investigators say there are many similarities between the cases. So
1: that's what we know up until this point about the arrest and what's going down. Yeah, one of the things about the case that could tie the uh, Australian cases to it, and I'm not, I haven't read about those, is he used a really particular kind of knot, which is a really rare knot to, to tie people up. And that'd be a hell of a coincidence.
3: President Trump is saying he's looking forward to meeting with Apple CEO Tim Cook at the White House today. They're going to get together and they'll be talking about many things. He tweets, including how the U.S. has been treated unfairly for many years by many countries on trade. So he and Tim Cook, who's been a critic of Mr. Trump in the past, are going to be sitting down and uh, chatting it up. Trump once called for a boycott
0: of Apple, you'll remember, on the campaign trail, which he never repeated again. It was a off-the-cuff, one-time thing. Um, uh, Trump's an iPhone guy, I think, isn't he? Yeah.
3: Yeah, pretty sure of that. Federal judge is ruling the Trump administration is going to have to resume the DACA program that kept thousands of young immigrants from deportation. That ruling by U.S. District Judge John D. Bates would go a lot farther than nationwide injunctions that force the administration to accept requests for renewals under the Deferred Action for uh, Childhood Arrivals program. He is saying that uh, if within 90 days the Trump administration can't make a better argument for killing the program, he's going to reinstate the whole thing in its entirety. And millennials may not be that aware of him, but Gen Xers grew up learning with him. Bob Doreau, the musician behind many of the great schoolhouse rock songs, has passed away. He uh, died Monday at the age of 99. One of his uh,
2: compositions... Conjunction, junction, what's your function? Hooking up words and phrases and clauses. <laughs> there you go. You know, oh. he
1: may be one of uh, our most revered songwriters. Yes. I in love terms those of things. the recognition of his songs and the number of them, my, I'm, just a bill, I'm yeah. only a bill. My <laughs> entire
0: knowledge of how legislation works comes from that song, and I sing it in my head to remember, and then it's down to committee where we sit there and wait. Right. Um... <laughs> And we just ordered that off Amazon two days ago. Wow. For the kids. Wow. To watch. God bless you,
3: sir. What was that name again? It's uh, Hang On. Let me go back.
0: I and he devoted
1: his talents to helping young people understand how the world Bob works. Dis- Bob DeRoz. Bob Describing disgusting one night liaisons with trollops <laughs> like so much of your rock and roll music. And it turns Congratulations, out- Bill. You're a law.
3: And it turns out DeRoe is also, also a respected jazz pianist. He worked with uh, Miles Davis for sure. quite a while. Wow. So, yeah, he was, uh, he was no schlub. At your news, I'm no, Marshall. No, you wouldn't be. At your news, I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, The Conscious of a Nation.
1: There you oh, go, Squawky. Squawky. Yeah. Scream for freedom, Squawky. <laughs> good bird. <laughs> or, good, or maybe he's just Energy. Under.
2: Throw squawky Sometimes a I think I'm running out of energy. Oh yeah. <laughs> Seems like we use an awful lot for heating yeah. and lighting and driving, reading and writing and jiving. Energy. You think we'd be saving it? Up. Yeah, that was during
0: the. Uh, don't, don't tell me how to live. You can all right. Oh, listen to me, turn ugly, folks. You're listening on the
1: old. Man. His dying day. Wow. You're
0: listening to The Armstrong and Getty
3: Show. But even with Millen and Damon. Armstrong and
1: Getty. The conscience of the nation. We
2: have to use.
1: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: So they uh, arrested a serial killer they've been looking for for decades today, the East
1: Area Rapist or the Golden
0: Golden State Killer or the... um, Original
1: Night Stalker. Yeah. Horrific murderer, rapist of, of many people, many people.
0: And with modern, the modern world, modern technology, we got his address, we're looking at his house right now, which is being searched by the police, I understand, from somebody who lives in the neighborhood in a suburb of Sacramento. It is um, a
1: lovely, modest but very nice house in uh, Citrus Heights, California.
0: I mean this is this is not new information to me, but it always blows my mind. So a guy who killed and murdered dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of people keeps his well, lawn that
1: he, he killed and he raped many dozens, yeah. he killed uh, at least a dozen.
0: Keeps his lawn that neat. Yeah. You know, worries about his landscaping. Yeah, keeps his uh, you know, shingles in good. I mean, it's just it just blows my mind that the human personality, brain, soul, whatever, can do all these horrifying things and then yet be so um regular.
1: Well, it's interesting. They did uh, a while back. They did a psychological profile. Uh, FBI profilers did um on who this person is. And they had a pretty good physical description, which turns out to be accurate. Um, I'll be interested. They have uh, thoughts on his um, his youth and criminal record and that sort of thing. But they say a bunch of things that turn out to be true, including that he had um, some knowledge of police investigative methods and evidence gathering techniques. In fact, he was a an Auburn, California policeman who was fired for shoplifting.
0: So, um, and to kind of go to your 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 lawn care thing, when he when they brought up the incident that he shoplifted these things from the store he didn't he didn't push back he didn't resist he just voluntarily left the force the author of the book uh who is about this case theorizes that, that was he didn't want any further investigation sure, he right. just said and so there's he the,
1: laid down said okay i'm out yeah right. and so the
0: lawn thing kind of makes sense like you don't want you're aware that True. you're off
1: yeah. off the beaten path, so you're trying not to raise any radars. Back to the, uh, the profile, to that point, that he is neat and well-organized in his personal life, according to the profilers. Um, he is self-assured and confident in his abilities, would appear harmless, would dress well, and would not stand out in upscale neighborhoods, drives a well-maintained car. I'll bet you his neighbor's. Mm-hmm. Think they lived to a re- next to a retired policeman, intelligent and articulate.
0: Oh yeah, nice guy. He was a cop actually, retired from the force after how many years? They probably don't even know the whole story.
1: Right. And uh,
0: yeah, I'll bet that's what we're going to hear from his neighbors, which we will be hearing from through the
1: day. I guarantee you. Yeah, I'm scanning the in- the neighborhood. I mean, if I'm kind of into real estate, <laughs> um, and uh, it is a very nice suburban neighborhood that shows a lot of what they call pride of ownership. All the yards are well-maintained, you know, nice uh, plants and trees and the rest of it. There's the one guy with the dead lawn. Always ah, one in the neighborhood. That's me. Anyway, um... <laughs> Yeah, and uh, knowing what I know about this neighborhood, that you know, well, it does. It, uh, California real estate varies so much in value, but the house is worth hundreds of thousands of dollars.
0: So, which means he was making a decent living.
1: Yeah, he all and these or his years. Spouse, is there any? And this guy's seventy-two at this point. The guy who was arrested, right?
0: Or as this, yeah, haven't even gotten into that. Does he got a wife? Does he have kids? He might have been married
1: for 30 years and then she passed away. Does he who have knows? Does
0: he have a couple of 20-something-year-old out there kids who have no idea their dad was a murderous rapist? That's quite possibly we what we're going to find out. He have now. successful kids in their middle age. Yeah, that's true. At
1: age 72? Grandkids that have no idea. Grandpa, who was so nice and took me fishing. This is one of the most despicable, un- Caught criminals in American history.
0: Yeah, we're going to hear all this today. But wow, that's well, interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, will can you imagine? He, like, so many serial killers spill all because he wants quote unquote credit for it. Will it go to trial? Do not know. Talk about breaking your
0: brain. Talk about imagine getting that phone call. You find out your dad, your grandpa, neighbor, whatever. All these years, my best friend when I was a kid murdered somebody. Murdered his brother. And I remember when I was told that. It just broke my brain. In some some ways, it's still broken. I mean, you just, oh, my God, you just can't compute. And this
1: this guy's got all kinds of friends, family members, probably. Yeah, and I don't want to dive any deeper into your head than you want to dive, but you had to. Did you ever have any feelings of you couldn't trust your perceptions? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. How would you not? Right. <laughs> oh not? my God. I know. Yeah. I'm thinking it had to be terrifying. How old were you at the point? At that point? When I found out
0: uh 14. Wow. Wow. We were best friends for a long time.
1: Wow. Devastating. Yeah.
0: But um so this guy has been doing something for thirty some years other than murdering and raping people.
1: Yeah, with the one caveat that they think he may have gone to other places and the crimes just weren't tied uh, to the same guy. <clears throat> you know, forensic techniques weren't nearly what they are today there back in the 70s and 30, early 80s.
0: Well, yeah, even today, there's a lot of unsolved murders and rapes that happen.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Horrifying numbers. Um. Yeah, so, wow.
0: And we still don't know... Press conference coming up in a couple hours. We still don't know how they caught
1: him. What happened? You know, some the, the, they think he sent a poem to the Sacramento Bee in 1977 about what he did and why he liked doing it. Um, which is so crazy. That's such a serial killer thing to do. Will this guy go... Serial killer. I'll tell you all about it. I want the credit.
3: I bet he does. Uh, if you remember the BTK killer, he did sure. that.
0: Yeah, I
1: wanted everybody to know.
0: Yeah, of course you would. Of course you would.
1: I mean, you're gonna you're, look you're, how clever I am. That's the the commonality.
0: You're spending the rest of your life. They, the the most common thing my memory is that they they exaggerate. They go overboard. Mm. They want more credit than than, <laughs> than they actually pulled off. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're you're going to spend the rest of your life in jail or get executed. What's the point of hiding some of them
1: now? How many of these guys who don't get caught like died died in a car wreck? Yeah, yeah, no the, kidding. Zodiac may have. Right. Who knows? Final so,
0: thoughts thought with A-N-G. I heard that song when I was in the grocery store the other day. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. <laughs> really swings. Did the
3: schoolhouse rock guy uh, write that one?
1: no no <laughs>
3: Michelangelo, what's your final thought? Uh, just a uh, warm thank you to all the detectives and law enforcement officials who have worked on this case
1: for years and Amen. haven't given up. Amen to that, Michael. Well said. Positive Sean your final thought won't be as good As Michael's go ahead
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If you're
0: looking For uh, an examination on on The sort of law enforcement And the hmm, that's a bad start I got flushed. Michaels was so good. Mindhunter is a show on Netflix about the la- the development of the language that we use to discuss serial killers, and okay. it's really good. I like the sound. How nice. interesting. Marshall Phillips, your final thought. Well,
3: I got to tell you, this whole East uh, Area rapist case prompting me to wonder, how well do I know my neighbors? You got to you got to look at them with suspicion. I'm going to go knock on doors this afternoon. Who knows what I'll find. Soon the worst. Yeah.
0: Hey, you... you ever kill anybody? Yeah. Jack, do you have a final thought? Uh, we'll be following this throughout the day. It is uh, absolutely amazing, and we'll have all the, the I was going to say highlights, that's the wrong term, details on the whole thing tomorrow.
1: My final thought is, I have used a chainsaw dozens of times in my life, and I'm fairly confident in their use, but I bought a new chainsaw and have read the entire manual, and now I believe I am too terrified to use it. Really? I'm so afraid <laughs> of all the terrible things that can go wrong.
0: All the warnings actually got you to thinking. It
1: finally got to me.
0: I just keep picturing the bucking and jumping and jabbing and cutting and... uh, Could uh, cause loss of limb. Yeah, yeah, I I know. know, I know. It kind of comes with the whole chainsaw (laughs) thing. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, boy. Hilarious. It says you shouldn't use it drunk. What? Which messes up my whole plan. You have I had a special s- bottle of
1: wine I was going to open.
0: That person does not uh, has not done enough chainsawing drunk, which I
1: have done. It's a good time. Oh, boy. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. The Armstrong and Getty Show does not recommend chainsawing drunk. Uh, so many people who thank so little time go to armstrongandgetty.com. Uh, and uh, we got the hot links to the stuff we talked about today. Uh, links to the zerohedge.com uh, article about us. Well, kind of, sort of, about a conversation we had and... All sorts of good stuff. hey you
0: can email us. We might have a lot of listeners that knew this guy, lived in the neighborhood, whatever. Get a hold of us. We'll talk to you. Yep. Uh, the Armstrong and Getty Show. God bless America.
2: This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad
0: Then, out of habit, Michael Cohen showed up and handed Macron (laughs) $130,000.
1: Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.